0: This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV podcast.
1: Wrestling POV is preposterous, is obnoxious, is atrocious, is ridiculous, is churlish, is interesting, but stupid! Wrestling POV is your point of view. Bring you 20 years of change in the wrestling business. From the spotlight to the polls. From birthdays to hot tech news. Wrestling news, rumors, and injury reports, Covered by the greatest in the whole dance sport. This week in wrestling, who made the book? My second shot full pay-per-view points game. Love, peace, and wrestling is what they're all about. So sit back. Kick back and hear a ball loud. Hello. Hope all is well. This is John Laryngitis. Tony Diaz just have to tell you,
2: we are having a few budget cuts, and we have to let you go. We wish you well on your future endeavors. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just got cut. Oh. I'm serious, this is, this, I, I don't know why you're laughing. Uh, Rick the III, he, he's he's worth a million dollars, so we have to we let, you let you go. bad, huh? Yeah, Clay, I'm sorry you too. Uh, <laughs> we wish you luck in your future endeavors.
1: Jesus Christ, man. That's crazy, bro. Crazy, man. It looks like I'm gonna be running the show solo. <laughs> Thank you, John Laringitis.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's amazing. If I doesn't mean I can't do it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just amazing how this, and it was on the exact day a year ago. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: It got released. Uh-huh. Jeez, a total of what? 10 people? Yep. And yep. People, and it's funny because the ones that, that, uh, a lot of people are talking about is Billy Kay and Samoa Joe. Yeah. It's fucked up how everybody does it. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Right.
1: After all this talk about Peyton Royce. Yeah. And it's just like, everybody's just like, oh, all
2: right. Yeah. Well, so she'll go with her husband, Sean, and nah. EW. No, nah, that's okay. You know, it's like, wow. And Samoa Joe, I think they dropped the ball on him too. But it kind of makes sense though, with the whole announce team changing
1: yeah yes. yeah you know i i mean i thought he was going back to the ring i, I did too
2: think, yeah i I think we all did i think we said that on a, a previous episode yeah yeah we have we want to see him and shit like that but uh man and cm punk even took on to twitter yeah that uh if if um if he comes back in the ring he wants to go up against mojo Nice. So, uh, did uh, the WWE drop the ball on both of these talents? And I'm gonna say, yeah, Uh, especially because of the fact that Billy Kay was just on WrestleMania.
1: Yep.
2: Samoa Joe was just on WrestleMania. (laughs) None of the other guys, Bo Dallas, Tucker, Kalisto, um, Wesley Blake. Yeah, Wesley Blake. Chelsea Green. Mickey Tell- James, wow. Mickey Mojo James. Raleigh. It is funny because Mojo was like the last one to know that he was getting <laughs> moved. <laughs> he got the last call. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I, 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 that's another name too, though. Uh, Mickey James. I think they're dropping the ball on her. And I think Absolutely. when they when they did that little test run, I'm assuming it was um, uh, commentary. Commentary. I think she knocked it out the park, and maybe that's yeah. what they were going to go with with her. But she expressed more opinions on wrestling. Yeah, been yeah. doing that, I'm sure, and I'm sure that's what she told them. So they were like, "All right, bye."
1: <laughs> no, but Billy Kay, I mean, Billy Kay was the worst one. I feel like uh, yeah. I I just don't know what they didn't see, but apparently, the well, executive I producer. Got,
2: yeah, I got news on that. <laughs>
1: Executive producer was just like yeah. he didn't see it. Yeah, what didn't you see? She's gold, Jerry. Gold.
2: Yeah. Exactly. She had it all. We'll talk about that part of it yeah. on, on the rumors, and then I'll I'll just I'll bring out For the sure. name of that one. But uh
1: yeah, that hurt. Peyton Royce. Oh yeah. she deserves to stay Chelsea Green. Listen, this is why I'm not upset about Chelsea Green and Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. They could not stay healthy.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and that's a big thing why am i paying you you can't stay healthy so yeah. i understand that yeah, Um, but that's, she's that's apparently what... Go ahead, Clint.
0: no that's what sucks about it it's like they are really talented both chelsea and samoa both mm-hmm. and the health pro the health problems you know i just yeah. it sucks that's what sucks about it
2: and what's crazy is that samoa joe the latest concussion he had was filming a damn commercial yeah yeah you know, and and yeah, you know, and I get it. They they do take concussions uh pretty serious, yeah. as well as they should. But you know, Samoa Joe, it's like you know, ah, that was, damn, that was, I don't know. It's, it's just. But uh, all right, we you know
1: we got to do it. Is <laughs> Billy K Payne Royce on their way to AEW? Are the iconics on on their way?
0: I would think it'd be smart for them to go to AEW they would impact that women's division big time. Yeah. Uh,
1: impact? Impact? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, I see what no did. pun intended.
1: <laughs> uh, uh,
2: well, I mean, yeah. think about it this way. If those that don't know, uh, Peyton Royce is married to Sean Spears.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So for them to be together all the time, same workplace, I've seen it where the couples don't do that, too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying?
1: Mickie
2: James but, and... yeah, James is one of them. Um yeah. the, uh, her husband is Nick Aldis. He's the uh, NWA world champion. But um I do see them together again though. Oh yeah. I don't see them, I mean obviously they won't be called the iconics. Um they'll find out a different name, and I think they're still gonna do the iconic thing, you know, gesture yeah. you know, rhythm. Um, so that'll be funny. I think that I
1: think all right, I look at this list of people that got released. Bo Dallas is not going to wrestle anymore.
2: No. I think doing that farm thing wouldn't live more. Yeah. Yet.
1: I think Samoa Joe and Mickey James go back to Impact.
2: Oh, I Oof. think
1: Kalisto definitely goes to AEW yeah.
2: and be with the uh Lucha Brothers, yeah.
1: Yeah. That. Um that'd be cool. Billy K, I think she's done. I don't think maybe Impact And
2: I think Peyton Royce definitely goes to AEW. Yeah. yeah, Not together. No. No, you brought up Kalisto. Got to ask, though, and this is weird to me. You know how he was obviously part of the Lucha House Party. Yep. I wonder if there was some kind of tension or heat or something going on because they didn't release the other two guys. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But they got rid of Kalisto. So he was semi-active. It's not like he wasn't doing anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm assuming. Um, well,
1: when they split them up, Kalisa was doing nothing on SmackDown. He was. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, t- there were times where he kind of was, but uh, but nothing. Usual serious. backstage
1: segments with like yeah. Sasha. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. So I don't know, man. This 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 was uh, this was crazy. Same time yeah. last year too. They did this. So yeah, sure. but in, I did hear this. I did hear that they said that um, like Vince is at the point of he doesn't see AEW as competition, so he's not gonna yeah. hold on to these people. And but the thing about it is what gets what fucking pisses me off is that uh, as far as profits go, he made a lot of money. Yeah, mm-hmm. he made a lot, it's not like he lost money, he made a lot of money still. And he still did these budget cuts? It's like, wow, dude. You know, with some of them, I can't agree. Like I said, you pointed out uh, Samoa Joe and Chelsea Green. I totally get that. I really do. Because they are injury prone. And as a business owner, I'd be like, why am I going to pay you if all you're going to do is get hurt? And I can't use you. But at the same time, they were using Samoa Joe in the the commentary role. So it was kind of like working out either way. You were still paying him, you know, to do that.
1: Yeah. Uh, my God. But I
0: bet Samoa Joe, though. Samoa Joe has a big it, name. It is. Chelsea, Chelsea Green, I mean, she's <laughs> getting working her way up, but she, she was trying to. Work. She was trying to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about Tucky? Tucky, yeah. Tucky. And, we,
1: yeah.
0: and we said before, once the heavy machinery split up, Tucker yeah. is yeah. gone. Gone. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. You know, Wesley Blake. Mojo Raleigh, nothing, nothing. Nothing. Uh, You know what?
2: The the thing that happened with Mojo is that Gronkowski bolted, mm -hmm. and once he bolted, that was the end of Mojo. We all said it on the show. And he hasn't been doing nothing. They tried this stupid gimmick with him looking at the mirror. Remember that? Yeah. So it
1: was terrible. You know, I just remember. When this whole thing happened, I was like, Tony, they released Billy K. No way. Then i of a Samoa Joe Bo Dallas. No way. Peyton <laughs> Royce. No way. Mickey James. No way. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. It was crazy, man.
2: Yeah, it was. Crazy day. Crazy day. Again, same time last year they did this. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, but Vince, is uh, he just came out and said, well, yeah, I'm not worried about AEW anymore. <laughs> is he right, though? Yeah. Is he right?
1: right? Yeah, he's right.
2: You know, he and and would these people that he released, is he thinking in the back of his head, well, they ain't gonna do shit out there? Yeah, he, you know what I'm saying? Is he really like that? Did he think like that? I mean, oh, the I'm only sure two, like right now that I can think of, and it's sad because we know we never mentioned Peyton Royce in this conversation. Well, we have, but I'm just saying, every time when we say the biggest names is. It was, we always been saying uh, Billy Kay and Samoa Joe. We didn't even say. Yeah. she was wrestling a lot more than Billy Kay, and she yeah. was supposed to get that push. What the fuck happened?
1: Yeah, yes. Yes, she did a great promo recently. Yes,
2: she did talking Smack. So yeah. what was it that Vince was just like, nah, because he. Oh, kind of showed when she had see. that
0: mask with uh or that match with Oscar and got beat real quick and then she was never seen again yeah yeah so it kind of showed like okay though well she had her one shining moment during that promo and then okay Mm -hmm. done so you know
1: and it's funny that you should mention about aew not being a threat to vincent man and i'm gonna segue into what we're gonna be doing for the future now yeah uh we're going to be Now, getting rid of the Wednesday Night Delight, obviously, because there's no more Wednesday Night Wars, what we're going to be doing from now on is we're going to put Raw versus NXT versus AEW versus SmackDown. We cleared the board, and we are starting fresh. It's zeros across the board. The originator of this whole thing was Raw versus SmackDown, where Raw won four years ago. The past three years, we added NXT, and NXT has won three years in a row, but Mm -hmm. now we are adding AEW. Can AEW make a little bit of change? Can it make Vince McMahon say, oh, fuck, they're coming? Mm -hmm. So we'll see what happens if if this is going to make a change to anything, because last year NXT won 26 out of 52 weeks. Half of the weeks they won. Can AEW make a change in that? We will find out. This year, so from today on, we are going to have Raw versus NXT versus AEW versus SmackDown.
2: All the way up to next year's WrestleMania. Absolutely. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, All right, so let's get on with the spotlight. I think we babbled on long enough. Uh, The spotlight this week we have is John Cena.
1: Yeah, you know, the 16-time champ. Whoa. Ooh, Rick, I mean, uh, John John Cena, yeah. See, that doesn't work. 16-time champ, that's Rick Flair's stick. <laughs> but no, John Cena, 16-time <laughs> champ. Would you like to see a return of John Cena? Can he be impactful on being back in the WWE? And you know what, guys? Yes, he can be. I see John Cena making a return. If he makes a return, I will encourage it. I would embrace it. I think John Cena coming back, uh, going up against a guy like Bobby Lashley, makes a big change. You know what? Fuck always getting Brock Lesnar. Let's Mm -hmm. bring John Cena back. Let's have John Cena do that 17th run. You know? I I would look forward to it. I think John Cena has everything it takes to be the guy. You know, seventeen-time yeah. champ John Cena has earned it. I mean, I've shitted on him long enough, but and I'm sure I would shit on him if he came back <laughs> and started doing the yeah. five five moves he always does. Mm-hmm. But you know what, John Cena brings an audience and he brings a fan base, and I think and John Cena the difference has no more running him.
2: The difference, though, too, between John Cena and because you mentioned Brock Lesnar, is that John Cena can cut promos. Yeah. Yes. And he's probably one of the best at it to cut promos. And I tell you, the one thing about John Cena, too, is that if you fuck up in your promo, if you're going promo to promo against him, he's going to catch you, and he's going to mess with you even harder. So as as far as one of the best promos, guys, I'm going to give it to John Cena.
1: Yep, I agree.
2: For him to come back, if he were to come back, um, I think obviously that's where he would shine the most um but is he at that level though where you know if he does come back it's like a one off you know what i'm saying
1: yeah. yeah yeah if he doesn't have if he has time you know he's that's the thing he's doing movies tv shows yeah. hosting duties hosting. and all that stuff yeah. um but yeah if he was to come back give him one more run i'm down for one more run with john cena a full time uh, uh, a full time run yep a full time one more time run give him the title 17 time clay for sure john like you said reg brings in the crowd
0: no matter if he's heel or baby face people love him john's honestly one of the best in the business to ever do it he can cut a great promo he can do any match with anybody as shown when he did with aj styles and throughout uh, randy orton and throughout his time i think it'd be a good idea to bring john in uh go against bobby lashley or heck go against roman you know i feel like he can pull out and make a great show so why not bring in john mm-hmm. yeah but like, like you said too with he he's doing everything with his tvs and movies and stuff like that he's just like the rock he's just going to make a bigger impact for wwe cool.
2: yeah yeah and it's unfortunate that way too but uh, the question has to be thrown out there too is that if uh does John Cena need to be in front of a crowd or in the Thunderdome? Which by the way, they are going to, I guess, August 1st, uh, they're going to be done with that part of the Thunderdome. And by then they're going to make a decision if they're going to start doing live crowds. Um, Wow. Yeah. And uh, they also said, I mean, this should be in the room. But I'm going to say it now because we're talking about it. Um, That uh, what was it? The. yeah, uh, the road shows. That if they said they're not going to do that part time, they're going to go full time road shows. On wow. that, yeah. So th- it'll be interesting to see. But they're they're right now they're projected to look in August to start doing this. So you know, for me, I mean, we were just doing the aftermath on WrestleMania, and for me, it just I was so happy to see the crowd there and it was just everything was just so different you know what i'm saying and absolutely it was, it was fun to see that so but anyway but yeah does john cena <clears throat> should he be doing be in front of a crowd should he be in you know, or in the thunderdome can he do it either way um yeah or, i think so or like because obviously we haven't seen, we seen brock, brock lesnar yet he doesn't want to do it in front of uh the the TV monitors, you know, in the underground. <laughs> he wants to be in front of people. So, Man. does John Cena have that same attitude? We don't know. Um, maybe he does, and says, nah, I'd rather do it in front of people." Blah 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 blah. blah. But uh, for him to make one more run, uh, I, he can still go. Obviously, do the oh, yeah. It's just like The Rock. The Rock can still go. But I think Hollywood learned their lesson uh when that one time the rock came back he had a like a half a run i guess or something like that it was wrestlemania season and he got hurt yeah and uh the hollywood execs didn't like that that much so uh i think with john cena is the same thing as far as you know whatever movie deal he's working on they know that he was a former wrestler so you know they Probably said something in the contract. Listen, you can't be going over there and wrestling if we need you to do this film. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. The run for Cena, he's got to be completely done with movies first and then take it from there. He doesn't need money. That's just the thing. People like yeah. The Rock and, and him, they don't need money. They don't. Yeah. They Right now, they're doing it for the love of entertainment. And uh, that's crazy. That's crazy to say. Yeah. I, I really don't need money, but I'm just going to do it for the fun of it and still get paid. So anyway, that's your spotlight.
1: All right. So next up, we got Bad Bunny. Is Bad Bunny. <laughs> can Bad, Do you want to see Bad Bunny do his role, like yeah. continue his role in wrestling? Um, he's obviously going to be doing a world tour, but this is just for shits and giggles. Do you want to see Bad Bunny in the ring? On a regular basis. Um, Tony, go to you first. You yeah. want to see Bad Bunny on a regular basis? Um,
2: I, I would say yeah, but I, let me tell you something, man. I just keep looking back at this whole thing with Bad Bunny. Started at the Royal Rumble and ended at WrestleMania. And throughout that whole time, that's all everybody was talking about was Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny. He sold out in shirts, he showed out merchandise. He's he I'm like Wait Now, mind you, and I'm a fellow Puerto Rican too, but I don't support it, but I don't like his music. (laughs) I really don't. But, it, you know what? I tip my hat off to him because he showed respect to the business and did and trained and did all that just so he can perform a freaking damn good match (laughs) at WrestleMania. But the storyline that built into that was good. I think they did a good job with it. He. Took a couple shots, he gave a couple shots, and then he did the match. And then the way they ended it, too, they could have easily just said, you know, made him disappear. But the way they ended it by still doing that vignette with Triple H, hey, go do what you do now. You did you did a good job at WrestleMania. Here, you need to go and finish this or whatever. And then there was the microphone. That was, and then him on top of the truck riding off into the sunset and be like, All right, I'm out, you know. And then I mentioned it on um uh, on the Aftermath show of uh, him uh, with his world tour, saying that this is his last world tour. Um, I'm still taking it not with a grain of salt. And would he, you know, who knows? Maybe he's like, I like this wrestling stuff. Um oh. Who knows? Who knows? But honestly, I don't see them paying him as much as he would if he were to do music and his world tours and stuff like that. I don't think WWE would pay him that much. But as a celebrity, I'm pretty sure he had that celebrity pay. Um, but uh, to see him full time, I would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, what? I wouldn't even doubt that Bad Bunny would, would make up his own promotion because oh, like, you know what I'm saying. Seriously, I would not doubt he would do that. Uh, I he's was got uh, money for it. did well. He bought freaking NWA, <laughs> Oh, so maybe he uh, Clay, MW, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: you're gonna need a lot more money than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clay, yeah. uh, what are your thoughts? Bad Bunny full time? I think
0: honestly, Bad Bunny should stick to the music career. Honestly, with him, and again, like you, Tony said, he did awesome at WrestleMania, he was doing his thing, making you know showing people that he could actually wrestle and it was, and it was really cool to see, but honestly with me, I feel like he needs to stay in the music business, make a couple appearances for wrestling here and there, because he's going to make more money doing the music thing than he would wrestling, honestly. And just to show that he can actually do it was impressive in itself. Uh, he really showed respect to, you know, WWE and wrestling as a whole. And, you know, he, did his thing so i would say he needs to do stay in the music business make a couple appearances here and there but not really full time
1: yeah you know i'm I'm gonna say the same thing you know what stay your ass in the booth man make (laughs) your music because there is no reason why you should be back in a wrestling ring stay on top Mm -hmm. be remembered for how great you were at wrestlemania there's no higher elevation that you can go you can't go any higher than that you're on the top of the mountain stay there you are the greatest celebrity to ever perform at wrestlemania wrestlemania the super bowl of wrestling the greatest show on earth that's it what what you're going to be at the royal rumble SummerSlam, survivor series money in the bank where monday night raw you don't need to do anything else now you are done you are going to go into the WWE Hall of Fame in the next couple of years. Stay your <laughs> yeah. ass home. You did it. On top of the world, you'll be remembered forever in WWE history as the greatest celebrity performer of all time. Why mess that up? I say stay your ass in the booth, do some <laughs> more songs, and that's it, bro. Grow Steven, your brand.
2: Uh, Steven Todd Craig, he said no. He disagreed uh Eduardo Hicks he says "Hell yeah, don't see why not." And Tom Tom Casey said no.
1: So, wow. Uh 67% of the people say yes. They want to <laughs> see Bad Bunny in the ring. 33% say no.
2: Wow. Holy shit. And un- unbelievable. Um uh, but yeah. Well, hey, we'll see, right? Yeah. So uh <clears throat> also on our Facebook poll uh, post we have. Uh, who should Karrion Cross next opponent be? Uh, they kind of teased it a little bit, uh, on uh, NXT last, uh, this past week. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts? I mean, who should his uh, next opponent be?
1: I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't care. I uh, am blasphemy you know, after this past NXT this past week. I don't care. Okay. Karrion Cross totally changed his character. It's totally different. It's not what they promised us. They promised us Oreos, and they went and they got us some knockoff, you know, with the strawberry filling. You're just like, what is this? This is not what I asked for. I asked for Oreos. <laughs> I asked for the top, I asked for top-notch stuff, and you're me knockoffs? Come on. This is like the bag cereal. This is like you go into the supermarket, and you're like, oh, I want Frosted Flakes, and they give you flakes with sugar. No! That is not what I asked for. So, I, I who is left on NXT, though? I you know, what went, I'm gonna, through,
2: you know what I'm about to say, right? What are you gonna say? It's not what we were asking, it's not what we were asking.
1: <laughs> um, who should his next opponent be? I don't know. Uh, he went through Finn Balor Adam yeah. Cole. I don't want to see in a title picture. No, no, I don't want to see Kyle O'Reilly in a title picture.
2: No. no.
1: Um, he went. He beat Keith Lee. Yeah, <laughs> and Keith Lee's all Raw now. Um Kashida's now cruiserweight champion. I mean, <laughs> yeah. spoiler alert. Um,
2: who I can would, carry a cross I, fight? I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind Tommaso Ciampa, to be honest.
1: But he beat him already.
2: Yeah, I know. But to still do it again, it would be a nice yeah. program. Mm,
1: no, <laughs> I, I guess if I had to pick, and, and I do have to pick. I'm gonna go with Bronson Reed. <laughs> <laughs> like oh. that's all. Like who else? Who's left? That's who's left? Hard. Let's yeah. say, let's. All right, all right, fine. Clay, who would you pick? You <laughs>
2: know,
0: looking back at this is kind of hard to because Carrying Cross has already ran through everybody, mm-hmm. and you know, and that's that's the thing. It's it's hard to pick a guy. Right now, especially, you know, but I'm gonna have to say, man, (laughs) probably uh, Escobar, Santos Escobar. Mm. He just lost the cruiserweight title. He could make it a good. I mean, yes, he he beat him already, (laughs) but he already beat him already too. But and he beat Bronson
1: Reed. I just remembered. (laughs)
0: Like you said, right? Yeah, who the fuck is left? Exactly. That's the thing. But Santos just lost the title. They can make his group go after Cross again, and Cross can run through
1: him. <laughs> so, damn. I don't know.
2: Dexter Loomis?
1: Oh my God. Such a mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's too busy with Indy Hartwell. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. i will not be Johnny
0: Gargano. No. I thought that too, and I thought, uh-uh, I do not want to see that program at all. No. no.
2: You know... Karrion is too serious of a character for him to be doing anything with, with Johnny Gargano anyway. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and he's too serious to do anything with Cameron oh,
2: Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing of it is, is that Karrion is a heel. You got to keep him as a heel. Ed you know to go up against uh, Cameron Grimes, that's only going to make him, you know, a babyface. He goes up against yeah. Johnny Gargano, is going to make him a babyface. Whoever- well, after
1: that promo, after that promo, he cut on NXT. He's kind of moving into babyface territory. Yeah, they're I they're chanting "Fallen Prey."
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I mean, he could also be getting the, the Steve Austin treatment too from the fans. You I know. mean, yeah, he was, could be that, but yeah, the thing is they want to keep him healed, but the fans are going to keep cheering him. So they're going to, he was it.
1: holding up his microphone
2: yeah. to get the people yeah, the to chant. So yeah. it's just
1: like, oh,
2: baby faces. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind him talking by the way. I don't No, No, I do. That's pretty I good. Do. But the majority of the talking should be from Scarlett. Yeah, and, oh, absolutely. You know, like, I love her facial expressions uh, when he's talking. It's hilarious. Like, he's like, she she's is, like into him, into him. She but, is gold. Yeah. That's who's gold.
1: Oh, Scarlett. oh, she's gold, but Paul Heyman is not? <laughs> Paul Heyman is <laughs> annoying. And she gives googly eyes just like no. Paul Heyman. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. There are different. two different things with
0: Scarlett and Paul Heyman. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Heyman is creepy when he yeah. stares.
1: <laughs> oh, and Scarlett is not. No, no she's, oh. no, she's not
2: creepy. <laughs> she like um, <laughs> but I, I don't, I don't, man, uh, it's not easy. People and, and none of these are making sense either. So, no,
1: well, after oh. Isaiah Swerve Scott is done with Leon Ruff,
2: no, oh, please, no, why Good. is he having a hard time with Leon Ruff? Oh, you know what? We'll, we'll talk about <laughs> we'll get to NXT. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I'm stuck on this one. Um, I was hoping that no, well, maybe, help, but yeah, didn't.
1: maybe that's why NXT didn't release anybody. Cause they're like, fuck, we got nobody. We got
2: nobody. <laughs> yeah. I tell you this much. If Damien Priest was still in NXT, I would have said Damien Priest. That would have been a good program.
1: I'm so, telling you right now. It's going to be Kyle O'Reilly. It's going to be Kyle O'Reilly. They're going to do the whole MMA fucking fighting shit. And this Kyle O'Reilly's going to lose again.
0: Yeah. Well, I feel like they're still cutting this with Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Adam Cole stuff, because even when they were getting to the hospital, it's like you s o b, you. It's like, oh, stop. The
2: whole hockey story that they're doing. It it should have been done. Yeah, but Um, whatever. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. I guess. I mean, when we get into the NXT portion of it, I'm pretty sure we'll discuss it a little bit more. Uh, the other, uh, post that we have on our Facebook page, obviously was the breaking news of, uh, we discussed earlier of all the WWE, uh, releases, uh, I just got to read some of these. Some of these are pretty funny. Uh, Scott Young, he says, none of these are big losses. None of the women were being used and they have a ton of women better. So no loss there. The only one that hurts is Samoa Joe and he couldn't stay healthy. So I don't think any of this hurts WWE at all. I disagree with that, especially because the women that they did release did, yeah, they were impactful. Uh, Billy Kay, everybody was so entertained by her. Um, Peyton Royce, we was, at, you know, the, and this is the fucked up thing with Peyton Royce. We were all waiting to see, <clears throat> you know, what kind of push she was going to get. We was all waiting to see, okay, what kind of matches is going to do? And, and I think out of all the women, I think she's the most disappointed one. Oh, yeah. The uh, Matt Novak, he says, as usual, talent released rather than managed properly. Such a waste. Peyton should have been challenging for the title, and Green had a bad luck with her injuries. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, she is a great wrestler, and that was proven in her match at All In. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Paul T. Phillips, he says, I figured Peyton would be getting released with her comments on Raw Talk a couple of weeks ago. What does that have to do with it? You know what
1: I don't know. I guess she <laughs> put us. It was a good promo. She put herself out there and then they said, deliver for us. And she her match with Asuka didn't, didn't deliver.
2: Yeah. Uh, Matt Ledford responded to Paul and said, what does she say? I haven't been watching all the way through. Um, he also said some Joe left too. Paul said, Peyton said, either push me or release me. Oh, she, did she really say that? I don't remember that. I, oh. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. Oh my well, if she did. You got yeah. what you asked for. You got what you asked for. <laughs> Holy shit, I did not know that. Yeah. That's true. I gotta find it though. Now I gotta look at the damn promo again. Holy shit. That is crazy. Push me or release me. Ain't that something? Maston Mullins he says, release talent freedom. <laughs> <laughs> And Josh Sanders says, wish them all the best. It wasn't their fault. The Iconics were broken up for no reason at all. I agree with that, too. 100%. I really do. Uh, it's a damn shame. But, um, you know, what else can you do? I mean, I'm still I'm still going to be a follower of Billy Kay. I tell you that much. Yeah, Wherever sure. she goes, I'm going to follow I will follow. And, and it's funny because she did release a statement too. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I don't even remember all of it, but she did say that, you know, she's just so like overwhelmed with the fans that really supported her and said that they enjoyed every bit of thing that she did when she was on TV. And she said, she didn't know that she had that much of a following, you know? So I'm glad Mm -hmm. she put it out there like that. And I'm hopeful when I get to the rumors, when I get to the rumors, I'm trying to be oh, cordial, cordial, whatever that fucking word is. All right. Oh yeah, yeah. Time for the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right. Before we do that, let's get into some birthdays.
1: <laughs> All right. The bizarre one: Goldust turns 52 years old. Oh wow! Wow. <laughs> Looking 62. Still 0 and 8 WrestleMania. Yes. Oh, shit. Um, Well, Rick's about to catch up. uh, Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) Lita turns 46 years old. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, Damn, 46? Yeah. Holy shit. And speaking of yummy, Mia Yummy (laughs) turns 32 years old. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh, oh! Nothing f- from you, Tony? No, me Yum. Yeah, me, and I, yo.
2: Yeah, maybe, me, yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, the oh, I, I get it, cause Keith Lee. Oh,
2: salutations! Oh. I'm gonna kick your ass for talking about me or you. I'd like to make love to you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh God!
1: Fuck yes, I'm here. gonna, I'm gonna do it doggy style with you. <laughs> and, uh, gonna... Oh my gosh.
2: Right? <laughs> I will place my hand on your buttocks. I <laughs> <laughs> will slap it like it's hot. <laughs> All right, we getting fucking nasty. All right,
1: with that being said, it's now time for the wrestling news from around the world. Greetings until you ta- <laughs> no. uh, uh, The sad news on this week: uh, Shotzi Blackheart, her stepdad passed away earlier this week. Yeah, uh, really bad. as as well as the Hardy boys' father passed away. Jeff and Matt Hardy's father oh, wow. passed away as well. Yeah, so sad day for them. We uh, wish them uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to them and wish them better better luck and you know just uh, um just. Embrace what you have with them and and just just take your time. Yeah. Um we have a new raw commentary team of Corey Graves, Byron Saxton, and mm-hmm. Adnan Virk. Yeah. Um, yeah. we'll get into how we thought he did on Raw when we go over Raw notes. Yeah. Uh new SmackDown commentary team. I know Clay Cummings is excited about this. Hell Michael Poland, yeah. Pat McAfee, the mm-hmm. in Indiana boy
0: yes bring on pat yeah
1: um and of course we have nxt uk we had nathan fraser defeat saxon huxley now i'll tell you what saxon huxley reminds me of the berserker and if you don't know who berserker is go back to the good old days of 90s when we had a viking and uh huffing and puffing in the ring saxon huxley reminds me of him but nathan fraser goes over uh Isla Dawn uh, defeated Emily McKenzie in their one-on-one matchup. Jack Stars gets his first singles win over Ashton Smith. And Kenny Williams defeats Amir Jordan after they split up uh, the lucky one. Kenny Williams defeats Amir Jordan. Uh, Next week, we got Mustache Mountain going to go against Noah Abdul (laughs) and his partner. Uh, We'll be looking forward to that. That is all I got with the news. On to the anticipation of the rumors
2: tony yeah WWE's executive producer and chief of global television distribution kevin dunn is is currently trending on social media due to a report a report on billy k's wwe release regarding k uh billy k there are reports that dunn didn't get k and had verbalized that he saw a ceiling for her in wwe how exactly that contributed to her release Remains to be unseen. So, you know, it, it this dude Kevin Dunn. You know how much he's. First of all, you know how much he's getting paid.
1: He's getting paid big uh, bucks.
2: Yeah. What's, I, the oh, huh? What's the number? Huh? What's the number? last I heard, and this was about maybe three years ago, four years ago, this dude is getting paid one point five million dollars a year to Damn. do that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Apparently, he, he's Vince's right hand man. Yeah, okay. Um, this dude, I can't stand him. I've never liked him since Jump. I had never liked him since I've heard that what his role was in WWE. I never liked him when he started all of a sudden making opinions about certain wrestlers, and then Vince would say, Yeah, you're right there, pal. It's like, no, dude, you, I'm sorry, you stick with the the global television distribution, other than you know, and, and TV shots. Which, by the way, I'm getting fucking annoyed with these TV shots with WWE doing the zoom in, zoom out, zoom in, zoom out. Yeah. Zoom in, when it's like stop. Why are you moving the goddamn camera so much? Fucking keep it still. Shit. Some people got freaking um get seizures from that shit. Yeah. Like,
1: didn't uh Lance Storm say he couldn't they, finish yeah. WrestleMania main event yeah. because of the camera angles? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because they kept doing that. It's like, dude, what makes you think that this is good? You, my friend, Kevin Dunn, you suck. Vince, I'll be your right-hand man. Hire me. I'm there. Hey, man, I'll be your left-hand man. Whatever you need, man. <laughs> you know, left, right, I got you, brother. Where that leave place Bottom-hand man? Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. That hurt. That hurt. Dang. <laughs> hey, there's the left and right. I already picked one and Rick picked the other. So, <laughs> take one for you. But. <laughs> <laughs> but. This dude if he's the reason okay let me find out if this motherfucker is the reason why billy k left um I'm, i don't know what i'm gonna do now i'll figure it out but i'm gonna well, I'm, you know what we could do we ooh. could do is
1: open an invitation to billy k to join us on the wrestling pov podcast yes,
2: yes we can we can.
1: I mean, we we already saw her resume. She's a great podcaster. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She's been doing it for twenty years. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah.
2: But I mean, I mean, guys, what are your thoughts? On it? If it, if this is this guy, uh, he said he didn't get Billy Kay. And the reason it is, I mean, what are your thoughts on? It?
1: She I think comedy man. Like she yeah. she brings no, she I'm, brings I'm, it I'm all.
2: Talking about this dude Kevin Dunn. What are your thoughts? No, on I, yeah. If it is his. You know, it well, he's been trending on, on Twitter, so I'm pretty sure he did say those comments towards Billy Kay.
1: Yeah, and he's an idiot. He should he should see the comedy that she brings to the wrestling business. You know, wrestling is not only about wrestling and like it's their psychology, there's a whole bunch of stuff. And she brings it. She brings the comedy factor. She is the chicken shit heel to a T. She's also comedy, man. I'm going to keep saying it. Comedy, comedy, comedy. There are laughing moments, and she brings it. When she was doing the snapping for Carmella, are you kidding me? That shit was hilarious. Come on, man. Billy Kay is gold, Jerry. Hey, Clay.
0: I think, honestly, he's blind. If he can't see what Billy Kay brought to the table, and like Rick said, it's not all about the wrestling, not all about what you can do in the ring she made moments just by being funny like she was there and she has that character billy really did and it's just i was looking forward to seeing billy Kay and what she was going to do next or you know just coming out like that and i think he's blind if he really can't see what billy Kay brought to the table
2: yeah yeah and but the thing is it makes me hate him even more yeah yeah
1: and his little teeth
2: yeah that motherfucker if you if people if you don't know who, who kevin dunn is go and look it up but um yeah i i can't stand the sight of him i can't stand hearing his name because every time i do it's nothing good and yep. all is him kissing vince's ass to get paid a half a, a million and a half dollars the fuck out of yep. here you're not worth it like that because i hate your television shit you know it's it's him He's the one that's the that encourages the cameraman to zoom in and out in and out in and out when they're punching. And all this other dumb shit shaking the fucking camera. It's fucking stupid. You know, Landstorm. I mean, it's one it now it's funny that you mentioned Landstorm and he came out with that. Um do you uh like a lot of people were shitting on him. They're like, "Oh, well, it's Landstorm, so, you know, like there were, like his his words don't mean shit. Like he was incredible. Let me tell you something. Landstorm is a really damn good wrestler. One of the best. One of the best, as far as psychology goes too. He was one of the best. So I mean, I mean seriously, what are your thoughts on that? A lot of people were shitting on him because he made that comment, and I'm like, seriously, no, he's right.
1: I mean, I'll tell you this: if you love Chris Jericho, then you should love Landstorm. Yeah, exactly. They are one and the same. That's what I look at when I look at Lance Storm. Technically technically savvy. He knows the ring in and out. Um, If you're going to love Chris Jericho as much as you do, then you better not shit on Lance Storm. Because Lance Storm is that damn good.
2: Yeah, he is. He is. Absolutely. Uh, And and finally, in my rumors, the WWE is filming promos for Aleister Black's return to television. The vignettes are somewhat based on his childhood, though. Uh, Now, he did. They did, I don't know if it was him or WWE, uh, they did post a, one of the vignettes, did you see it?
1: Yep. Yes, it with his funny. glasses. Yeah, he was the... saying
2: that, forgive me father for I have sinned, it's been, I think he's had four, four years, th- yep. his last confession. I mean, I think that part of it is a little bit hilarious because he's got a lot of demonic stuff on his body. Uh, yep. And it was funny, not funny, but I mean, I was just thrown off by him actually going to a church and confessing his sins. Um, but then it was now, did you see it, Clay? I did not. Okay. No, I did not. There was a part in there uh, towards the end of the promo, like like Rick said, he put his glasses on. He said a few words to the camera. And then they, get, they did kind of like a Bray Wyatt thing. Where you know when Bray was, would talk and then it would go and then you would see the fiend real quick and then back to him. It was mm-hmm. kind of almost something like that. Did you catch that, Rick? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, I didn't like. I, I looked at it a couple times, but they, I couldn't see like a difference between him looking at the camera with his glasses on and then when they would do that and then they quickly showed something else of him and then back to him. I didn't see much of a difference, but I did see a little bit of a difference. I just couldn't catch it. They did it that fast. Did you catch it or no?
1: Yeah, no, it's, I think it's just to just show that he has this double personality that uh, he's basically confessing his sins and he is going to, I think it's basically just saying that he's been, he didn't, he wasn't utilized correctly. And I think now, he uh, is going to come out, and he's going to be this dark mask, this black mask of wrestling. And he's now he's going to do it the correct way. Is what mm. I got from it.
2: Okay, all right. Well, well I'm interested.
0: It, I am. Him. Yeah, exactly. I said if anybody could do it, it's him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like Alistair could pull that off. He's
2: he can. Yeah. Mm. Um, I I am interested in to see what happens to this, but um. Hopefully, they'll use him right and won't release him next. Uh, that's all I got for the rumors. Clay, what do you got for the injury, my man?
0: I have no injuries this
2: week. Good Lord. All right, let's go straight into the hot tech news this week, which is Sonya Deville. Should she be an in-ring talent or stay at general manager? Rick, take this one, please.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, I was thinking about this one, and I have to say – I prefer her role as general manager. In fact, I want her to overtake SmackDown and get rid of Adam Pearce and do it on her own. <laughs> I like the way that she does business. I love the suits. I love the way she talks about talent. Um, if you ever see her on the pre-show for WrestleMania, everybody gives her much respect on uh, pay-per-views, just not just WrestleMania. Uh, they give her respect. She, The way she carries herself is very business savvy, I really enjoy her as general manager, so I would say, you know what? I, stop being in ring. You know what? Stay healthy. T, you're going to be a general manager role. I think it fits her perfectly. I think it suits her. Well, <laughs> okay. uh, uh,
2: um, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about it, to be honest. I think um, I like... The, I kind of like the role, but it's like... How could I put it? I don't think she has enough wrestling cred to be in that position. You know what I'm saying? Like if they like when they did Daniel Bryan, and they said he's he's the new GM. Okay, fine. He's credible. He's been a champion. He's been in the ring long enough to know and this and that. Does wrestling have anything to do with general managing? No. I would say yes. Because no. you know, no. I would say yes. Thea Long. Okay. Well, second well, man. Wait a minute. He wasn't the greatest. Vicky Guerrero. He wasn't the best <laughs> Come on, play <laughs> and, and Stephanie, I mean, she's the boss's daughter, so she should know about the business more than anybody. But for me, it's like, you know, with, with Sonya Deville, I don't think she's really accomplished much for her to be a credible GM. Because every time, she's a great wrestler, I think, in my opinion. But, you know, the storylines that she was involved in, some of the things that she has done, I think her best storyline was with Liv Morgan. I mean, uh, our uh, Mandy, Mandy Rose. Rose. Mandy. And and that was it. And then it dropped off the face of the earth. It's unfortunate because of what happened when that uh, creep did that shit to her. So it was unfortunate. So that, that was a way to get her off television was doing that match with uh, Mandy Rose. And then she comes back as general manager without no explanation. It's like, wait, what? Really? And, and not only that, is that they, Adam Pierce. You know, they have her doing it with him, but then he's also in charge of Raw, too. So it's like, that doesn't make sense. I don't like Adam Pierce anyway, so get rid no, of his ass. No, no, do, do Which one do I prefer? I mean, right now, I think to save Sonya Deville's job, keep her ass as general manager, because I think if she goes back into the ring, they gotta, they're got they going to have nothing for her. I really don't, because who's she going to do it with? Nobody. They're all doing their own little thing now. And um, it seems like lately... WWE has been doing a lot of these tag teams, so uh, she would have to be involved somewhat in that. And uh, as a singles wrestler, she she really didn't get a chance to shine like I think she could have. But uh, her role right now, I just say, keep her there. Fuck it. Clay, what was you going to say?
0: No, I would just, to me, and I look at these, these two Sonya's different ways. Like, I like her in the ring, and I like her as a general manager. But like you said, Tony, to save her career, I could see her being a GM role. She's She works pretty good with it, and how she was on SmackDown this week with Cesaro, she's like, I'm making this match, and I'm talking to Roman, blah, blah, blah. Okay, and then, you know, he, she did her thing. But what I wanted to say is, with the whole incident that happened to her, mm-hmm. I feel like she has changed big time, which every right she should. Like I feel like her mentality is kind of like, Off. I don't know if it's just me feeling like it, but I feel like she got kind of scarred because of that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like maybe she doesn't want to be out there, you know, in the ring for, you know, people to see her or that sort of thing. Maybe that's why she's on a GM role. And maybe... You know, And it may be just me thinking, but I feel like that changed her ways of, I don't want to be in the
1: ring as well, much. Well, I got to tell you, 84% of the people want to see Sonya Deville back in the ring. 16% say they want her as a general manager. So wow. it's like the people wow. want her back in the ring sooner rather than later.
2: Yeah. Well, hey, sure. Fuck what I say. All right. So now <laughs> let's go take a quick pause. And uh, when we come back. We got uh, this week in wrestling with a little bit of a twist. Hey, this is Chavo Guerrero Jr. Listen to the Wrestling POV podcast. You guys truly bring the Latino heat. Viva la raza.
1: And we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go to slash wrestling POV and get yourselves not one, not two, not three, not four, but five Wrestling POV podcast t shirts, including two Wrestling POV global t shirts for $19.99. Buy it today. It helps us run. Our abundance of shows, we have Wrestling POV Podcast, Wrestling POV Global, Wrestling POV Quarantine, and Wrestling POV Aftermath. We have four shows, and we need the money to run them. So why don't you buy a t-shirt today? With that being said, Tony, it's time for This Week in Wrestling. Let's get raw.
2: All righty. This week, uh, I was a little bit disappointed and actually in every aspect of wrestling this week. Uh, normally, the go home shows after WrestleMania are always good, but I was I'm i am not going to lie. I was a little disappointed. Uh, the low points of Raw. Um, I, I'll go with the Mandy and, and Dana versus Nia and Shayna. I mean, that whole thing was just confusing as it is. So for me, that was the low point. Rick, what was your low point?
1: My low point was Ms. TV with Maurice. I gave it a 0.5. I don't know what they're playing at. They already did the story. Why are we continuing with Bad Bunny and talking about Damian Priest? Um, I kind of feel like Ms. And Morrison are breaking up. I think mm. that's what the, they were leaning towards. And also my low point was the New Day defeating Riker and Elias. I just, the New Day is enough already. They're just going mm-hmm. overboard with everything. So that's why I gave that a 0.5 as well. Uh, That's what that's my low points.
2: All right, Clay, what's your low point?
1: My low points for this week was also the Nia Jax and
0: Shane Baszler versus Mandy and Dana. I just the match was there with me, I thought it was going good. And then once Nia did her thing, like making fun of Mandy falling and how Nia was falling all over the place and tripping over stuff, it was just like it didn't need to happen. I gave it all the one and I just wasn't impressed with this at all. And the fact that Dana and Mandy. Was going up the ramp like, oh, I don't want to mess with her. This mm-hmm. this is not worth it. You're going after the tag team champs. Yeah. You're supposed to try to win. Yeah. What does that say for yep. you as a team? Nothing. Exactly. So That's true.
2: Made him less him credible, up. I tell you that. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, I hear you. Um, before we go into high notes, I do wanted to bring this up uh, what Bray Wyatt's uh, Witches Be Wilding. I never awesome. expected that. come even come out his mouth which is me wild yeah (laughs) but the way he said it though and then folding his arms and like Yeah, yeah, like still trying to make it kid friendly or some shit like that. I was rolling. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. And, uh, uh, Rhea Ripley's gear, um, she really does have to rethink that because the character that she has on there is a Japanese thing that they started out there in Japan. It's called Momo. And, um, it's not a good thing because I don't know what Japan was thinking when they came up with this character. I don't know if it was supposed to be some kind of from a movie or like an anime thing, but it's, it's it got to the point where if you got access to Momo, that, um, that Momo would call you. But it was directed to kids and they would try to make kids cut themselves. It was freaking wild, Um, but it was a big thing. Look it up if if you don't know what I'm talking about. It's a very creepy face, or just go off in the face that Rhea Ripley had on her pants, and it's supposed to be a female body, but with chicken legs. So it's really, really weird. So just Google it if you don't know what I'm talking about. If you do know what I'm talking about, then you can agree with me and say, yeah, Rhea Ripley shouldn't have had that on her freaking gear. It's a little creepy. Uh, nonetheless, uh, my high points of Raw, um, for me, the only one that stuck out was Drew versus Braun versus Orton. Um, very interesting twist at what happened at the very end of that match when Drew won. I gave it a three. Um, I just wanted to throw out two. Uh, Lashley versus Riddle. Um, I was excited for this match. I thought this was going to be very physical, but it ended up being not that great. I gave it a two regardless. Um, it's just the chemistry was just not there. So I was just like, uh, man, this was something that could have been, but disappointed. And so that was my high point was actually Drew versus Braun versus Orton. And a big shout out just for... um the Viking Raiders coming back. So I dug yeah. that too. Uh, Clay, what was your high points overall?
0: My high points was Cedric and, Al- and Cedric Alexander, Shelton Benjamin versus the Viking Raiders. I dig this match. I gave it a three. I thought the surprise aspect of Ivar coming back, because I didn't see that coming. Yeah. I was there and he didn't miss a beat. And I really enjoyed this match and enjoyed that the Viking Raiders won. And it looked like they were having fun being back as a tag team in this match. And I also gave a high note to Alexis's playground. Yeah, I thought the Lily character was creepy. Very I thought the whole thing was was gold, and she's playing her role well and kind of looks like she's separating herself from Bray, so I gave it a two and a half.
2: Are they, does it, are they really going to separate them too?
1: Yeah, that's what it looks like. It looks is like uh, Alexis is going to do her own thing, as most people that interact with the Fiend do. They end up changing and doing their own thing. So uh, yeah, she's the most vicious version of herself, it looks like. Yeah,
2: for sure. Now, do you think that she'll end up going to SmackDown with this character? That way they're not really overloading it on Raw?
1: No, I think Raw wants this. I think USA Network wants this on their network. So I think it's going to stay.
2: Wow. Okay, Rick, what was your high points?
1: My high points was the Viking Raiders defeating Cedric Alexander and Sheldon Behameen. Gave her 3.5. I really loved what the Viking Raiders did coming back. I think they're gonna give Omos and uh, AJ a run for their money. Yeah. Um. Also, I have to say the Charlotte promo. It didn't look like Charlotte, but it was Charlotte. I mean, her face (laughs) has changed a lot. Yeah. Uh, I think she went to Tijuana and they needed to (laughs) to get her money back because they changed her face in the wrong way. Um, Yeah. But I'll tell you this, uh, Charlotte calling out everybody and telling her, listen. I'm here because I am who I am. I thought that was badass. And also after Peyton Royce cut her promo, (laughs) Charlotte's basically just like, yeah, fuck you. And then she gets released. (laughs) Damn, Charlotte, you didn't have to get her released. So that was my uh, high points of Monday Night Raw.
2: Wow. So overall, I got Raw at a 2.09. Clay, what'd you give Raw?
1: Overall, I gave it a 1.9. Rick. I also gave it a 1.9. Wow. All right. It is now time for AEW Dynamite.
2: Yeah. Boom.
1: <laughs> All right. My low points for AEW uh, has to be Darby Allen defeating Matt Hardy. It just made no sense. I was on the global show and I was just so upset. I gave this match a 0.5. Darby Allen got twist of fate on a chair, got broken through a table off mm. the ladder and still kicked out. Yeah. What are they doing with this guy? This guy's 100 pounds soaking wet, and they're making him seem like he's invincible. Mm -hmm. He gets Mm -hmm. his ass beat for 98% of the match, and 2% gets him over. I don't understand it. I I don't Uh, get why they
2: think that he could be the face of the company, too.
1: I don't get it. It just doesn't make sense. I gave it a .5. Tony, what are your low points of AEW?
2: Oh, boy. Uh, Mine, and I know, Rick, you're a huge Christian fan, but I did not like his promo, why? Because it was ruined by Taz, and yes. uh, yeah, so I gave it a one, and that was me being nice. I gave it a one, but the reason why I gave it a one was just the simple fact that when Taz came out, I found it hilarious when Christian said, "You're on top of the third step, and you're equal to my height," or some shit like that. And that shit got to Taz. And, and it, that yep. shit settled. It did. And I'm sorry. I, oh my God, I can't stand Taz because uh, recently, if anybody doesn't know, um, he went on to Twitter and saying some shit about that the WWE took his colors. So he was upset at that. He was upset because uh, they didn't recognize him because they were using those colors. So they didn't recognize him for being, for using those colors. I was like, come on, man. You don't own them fucking colors, bro fuck Mm -hmm. out of here with that shit and and then on top of that during that promo he was yelling at christian for wearing orange and black you first of all you're wearing my collars shut up shut up you and your son get the fuck out of there because it's something shit i gave it a one i hated it but oh wait sorry and uh anthony ogogo I actually that was a point 0.5. I there there was no helping that. He is terrible. Uh I, yeah, we all know he's a boxer, but come on, bro. Nah, fuck out A of body here. punch to be a your body finish. body punch to end the match seriously? yeah. Is that yeah. what we're doing in AEW? Is that what you're doing? Is that how you like get the fuck out of here? No. Especially but,
1: on a show where Mike Tyson knocks somebody out. Exactly. Power punch. Yeah.
2: No. It doesn't no. make sense. Oh my god, as far as what when it comes to development AEW's terrible at that. Yeah, no right. uh, clay
1: point. low points
0: now my low points were the anthony ogogo match versus cole carter i gave it a 0. 0.5 you're telling me that this guy is supposed to be this big badass coming in and one punch and you knock somebody out like yeah. I, like and even with this group i can't take this group seriously and now I, even more like i thought it was totally pointless to have this match per se in, in it. So I gave it a 0. 0.5 and I also gave a one to Darby Allen versus Matt Hardy. I felt like everything was going right. Everything was going, you know, and then other guys came in and it was just a clusterfuck of everything. And then you get Darby Allen getting hit with a chair, a uh, twist of fate with the chair and taking all these bumps and bad and you're you're telling me he kicks out of everything, but one time Matt Hardy does it and he's out. Like I just, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to believe that. So I gave uh-huh. it a one. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, my high points for AEW it had to be uh, Chris Jericho defeating Dax the Axe. At least that's <laughs> what they call him a million times during this match. Uh, I gave it three. You, to you had the Mike. Yeah, the Mike Tyson punch. I thought that was badass. It was right on the chin, and if not, it was damn close. Um, Jericho is gold right now. I really yeah really want to push the broken skull sessions with chris jericho and stone cold steve austin i think that was the best one i think that should be the highest rated uh episode for stone cold because that was gold they just talked about AEW. they talked about wwe it was really really good i really enjoyed it you guys should tune in and check it out um what were your high points tony
2: uh, my high point, honestly, was was and Phoenix versus the young bucks. Um, what was the definition? What was going on with the Nike sneakers? I don't, I don't know. There, there, I there don't has know to be who. something with it. Cause they kept flashing that shit throughout the match, but, uh, no, this, this ended up being a good match. How I feel about the young bucks. It's always the same. Um, this was no different, <laughs> but, you know, I gave it a three and a half. I was still entertained by a typical young bucks match, um, but Pac and Phoenix, you know, I really, I really dig it. Um, I don't know how I feel. I mean, but I get the story to it, you know, when they took Phoenix's mask off, so he couldn't defend himself because he, he wants to cover his face. But um I've been seeing that. I don't want to say I've seen it a lot, but I've seen it a few That's times. It's
1: about the second or third time already with Ray Phoenix. Yeah, so it's kind like,
2: all right, get a tighter mask, bro.
1: Yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but no, that was my highest.
0: All right, Clay. Then my high points the same. Young Bucks versus Ray Phoenix and Pac. I thought I gave this match a three point five. I thought it was an interesting match, and again, I love Ray Phoenix and how he, you know, how he does his thing. And I thought the teams worked well together. But for me, it was kind. And I know it's typical Young Buck deal, but I just hated how Matt Jackson was like the overkill of the whole team, and Nick was just kind of off. Didn't say anything or do much during this match. It was mainly just Matt. But I gave it a three and a half, thought it was interesting, and it was a pretty good match. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love it how you both gave it a 3.5, but the Wrestling Observer gave it a five-star match. And this is the same group that said that uh, Tony Khan is the promoter of the year. So, I mean, take it as you will. Um, Mm -hmm. Overall, I gave AEW this week a (laughs) 1.8. What did you give it, Tony? Uh,
2: I gave AEW a 1.78.
1: Okay, and Clay,
0: I gave it a 1.8 as well.
1: Wow, that's two for two. All right, Clay, on to you. All right, and then we're going to NXT POV.
0: Mamma mia! All <laughs> right, my uh low points of uh NXT, and there wasn't really much of a low point with me, it was but one match in particular, it was Mercedes Martinez versus uh Jesse Kamea. I gave it a one and a half. I just thought these two weren't really, the chemistry wasn't really there with me. Uh, Mercedes did look dominant in this match, and it just, it wasn't for me. So I gave it a one and a half, and I don't know. Just to me, the match wasn't really there. Tony?
2: Yeah, same thing. I have that as my low point. Um, But the one actually that really stood out was MSK versus uh, Killian Dane and Drake Maverick uh drake was botching a bunch of shit during this match man i was just like drake get it together brother but uh like i said it was just too many mistakes and i felt bad for msk to be honest um but also but i gave it a one so that was my lowest but what do you guys think of imperium uh when wolf came out and did that to killian dane and then all of a sudden they jumped them i loved
1: it
2: yeah is killian dane gonna join imperium
1: I hope not. I just yeah. hope Imperium just takes people out. They're talking about expanding, so I just hope oh, really? instead of expanding with people and members, I just hope they expand as in going into NXT and NXT UK. So oh, That's what okay. I'm hoping.
2: Oh, yeah. okay. All right, all right. But yeah, but that was my lowest point was uh, MSK versus Dane, Killian Dane, and Drake Maverick.
1: All righty, and Rick, your low points. My low points was... Carrying Cross's promo, it was all over the place. I don't care. That you're training, Taekwondo, Karate, uh, Tai Chi, uh, Tai Bo. Whatever you're doing, Ta-bo. you need to stop. I don't care if you're doing Richard Simmons workout plan. It just doesn't <laughs> work. All right, like it, I don't like it. Carrying Cross, those terrible promo. He's trying. He's, he's leaning towards this baby face thing. I don't know what's going on with that, but he, it, it needs to change. Um, Scarlett is looking at him with these googly eyes, but it's not working when he's trying to be a baby face. And it's (laughs) like we said, who's he gonna fight next? I don't know. After that promo, I'm like, I don't care. So I give that a one, I just didn't care.
2: All righty, Bronson Reed.
0: Uh, my high points for NXT it was definitely Kashida versus Santos Escobar. I gave it a three and a half. Look,
2: Love- uh oh, seems like he he uh, lost the signal. But uh, what was he talking about? What was he talking about? Kashida taking oh. over
1: uh and Kashida getting the uh, the the win over Escobar. I also thought that was my high point. I I gave it a three point five as well. I think Kishida finally got what he deserved. I think he is the best thing going in NXT, and giving him the belt, as we said, we said, yo, Kishida needs to get the title. Uh, I also thought that Pete Dunne deserves to get the title, and you know what? They gave it to Kishida. So Man, congratulations! That's that that's something for us, you know. So yeah, um, yeah. I, I enjoyed that part. That was my definitely the, the high point of NXT for me.
2: Yeah, well, for as well. Wiley- you, you guys, Claire, are you back? Yep, I'm back. Oh, okay. Go ahead and finish what you were saying before I go on to my high points.
0: Basically, the Kashida match versus uh, Santos Escobar thought yeah. it was really good. It gave it a three and a half. Uh, really enjoyed the Kashida won the won the title. And as you could see in the back, that Escobar was kind of happy for him. And then the camera cut away, which, rightfully so, so he said <laughs> he, you know. Yeah. But, it was pretty cool to see Kushida win. So I gave it a three and a half overall.
2: Yeah. Yeah. For me. And, and my-
1: to cut you off, Tony, because I want to cut you off. Uh, I think <laughs> the, the, the 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 smile, could that be Escobar's last run it with NXT? Might
2: it might be. because he be are moving of, up? Because think of it this way, too. They got rid of Kalisto. Yeah. So they might replace Kalisto with Santos Escobar and his crew. You know what I'm saying, and they might have uh Lince Dorado and um who's the other one Grand Matalic. Grand Matalic. They might have them in their little group too. Maybe take their mask off too to join um Legado de Fantasma. So that I would look forward to that for sure. But who knows? We don't know. Um, I think. Stereotypical of them using Lucha House Party in that way. I don't think it was right. They should have exactly how they're doing with Santos Escobar, that's how they should have been treated. And yeah, I think they were, and they didn't get a chance to uh show what they can really do. And I think them joining them, Well, oh god, yeah, they they they're just gonna take over. No pun. But uh my my high point, and you guys are gonna laugh is um Leon Ruff versus. Wow. Ruff. Wow and no. i liked it now i know you know reality of it uh swear should have beat the shit out of leon ruff any actually anybody that's on that roster should have beat the shit out of leon ruff um they're making it but it was a good match that that's the part i enjoyed i didn't enjoy the fact that uh leon was or not leon Swerve was cutting a promo and then leon jumps him yeah like, wait what That not make sense yeah, but match-wise, I thought it was good. That's why I gave it a three. All
0: righty. Overall, I gave NXT a 2.2 this week. Rick, what'd wow. you give it? You know
1: what? Yo, Clay, we're going three for three. I also gave it a 2.2. Oh, wow. All Dang. right.
2: Tony. Uh, I gave it a 2.04. All right. Week. Yeah.
1: So. All right. With that being said, it is now time for the SmackDown breakdown. it. <laughs> Um, for, for me the lowest point had to be natalia defeating Shayna Baszler. i'm just like why, why are we doing this again at mm-hmm. the end of the story the, the smackdown and the raw after wrestlemania is supposed to start new stories but because we got wrestlemania backlash mm-hmm. it looks, looks like we're going to continue on with stories that just were mm-hmm. meant to be and you know what i'm going to be upset about is if i if everything that i picked for WrestleMania happens at WrestleMania Backlash, I should get my uh, turn award taken away. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. So my lowest point was the tie defeating Baszler. That's what I got to say. Clay, low points.
2: My, <laughs> low point Jesus is-
0: my low point for SmackDown was Bianca Belair's victory party. Now, yes. this whole thing, it was okay. For the most part, I didn't really understand why the street profits was there. I get it that Montez is married to Bianca, but like we said, it should be her her story. It should be her moment. Her moment not, yep. yeah, not not really with the street profits. And I'm the best, and all everybody needs that. Blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, I get it. That's cool and all, but this mm-hmm. was just kind of eh for me. Yeah. I gave it all yeah. one.
1: So that was yeah, my little. And- and to add on to that, why is she the B-E-S-T now? Is that, yeah. is done yeah. all over this too? Like, no, E-S-T is <laughs> over with, we're just going to go B-E-S-T because that's actually a word? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> stupid. <laughs> yeah. Tony, what was your low point of SmackDown? Yeah, it's
2: the same thing. Uh, Natalia versus Shayna. Uh, that, again, it looks like we're doing all this all over again instead of getting into something new. And um, yeah, that, that, celebration with Bianca. It should have been just left for her. Not with the street profits. I mean, yeah, we get it. We, I think everybody knows by now that Montez Ford is married to Bianca Belair. If you didn't know, well, you heard it here first, but at the same time, I think they kind of ruined it for her. You know, she's a a beautiful woman. Let her shine. Let her smile. Like you guys want her to, because she's got that million dollar smile. So let her do that. But uh, yeah, I just I, I didn't like it. Um, yeah, no, I was just upset. I was both of those got a point five for me.
1: Wow, Terrible. I will say this: I thought Sasha's promo backstage was great. She didn't have to say Ugh. anything. I thought it was awesome, Terrible. and I thought that I thought that Bailey <laughs> made up for it. And Bailey was like, "Hey, you know what? She didn't say anything, so I should be next." And I loved it. I was like, Damn "Yes, gold. Bailey, go take your opportunity." Yes. Um, but my highest points of SmackDown for me was the Dirty Dogs defeating the Street Profits. Now, it didn't make sense to have the Street Profits out there if they weren't going to win, mm-hmm. but swerve alert, uh, the Dirty Dogs uh, defeated the Street Profits, so uh, I gave that a three. That was my highest point. Uh, Clay?
0: I also agree with you. I gave the Street Profits versus Rude Zickler. I gave it a three. I uh, really enjoyed this match. The chemistry was kind of there for both these teams, and I, again, I didn't mind that the Street Profits lost, but I I wish they would push and put a story on with Rude and Ziggler and have them keep do something at least with these tag titles. So I gave it a three, and then Roman's promo also yes. was I I really enjoyed Roman's promo at the beginning of this. I gave it a two point five. Uh, really enjoyed how he <laughs> played Cesaro.
1: Yes. Yeah, and even like
0: go, going down and then he's just like poof, uh, with Cesaro and going to the ramp. I thought that was pretty cool. So I gave it a two and a half. Yeah. All
1: right, Tony, your high points. To Smackdown.
2: Yeah. yeah. High point for me was just Jey Uso versus Cesaro. I liked it. Um, even though Seth Rollins had to get involved. Oh, it's me again. I want that. I'm a dad. I'm a dad. Take my shit. Oh my God. But no, I gave it a two and a half. I I just wasn't pleased with SmackDown because, I mean, they followed what they shouldn't have done with the rest of the three shows of not following up after WrestleMania. They went along with it. And I was highly disappointed. Like I said, I was disappointed in, in, in the week of wrestling. Following yeah. WrestleMania, it just—it's not like how it used to be, and I don't know. Maybe it's because there weren't a crowd there. I don't know. That, but I, was, I was still disappointed.
1: Well, I have to tell you, I have to put something in the book, and that is Dolph's uh, Bel Air <laughs> braid. Uh, what the hell? Yeah. Why did you have that in your hair? I know you were trying to make fun of Bianca and get under uh, the Street <laughs> Profits, but come on, man, that looks stupid. So Dolph's, uh, what was it? Dolph's Bianca's Braid or Uh, Bella?
2: Dolph's Bianca Braid. Uh, uh, braid.
1: All right. Dolph's Bianca Braid. You just made the book. Yeah. Yeah, That was ridiculous. Um, My overall for SmackDown, I gave a two. Uh, Clay?
0: Uh, SmackDown, same, two.
1: Dang. Wow, we are on a hot streak four for four. Tony?
2: I gave it a 1.56. Fuck SmackDown.
1: All right, that wasn't important. All right, um, what I do have to say before we go over the totals, uh Adnan Burke from Monday Night Raw, he's mm. a new commentator for Raw. I asked the fans, fans, what were your thoughts on him? Ninety-three percent say he was bad. Seven yeah. percent said he was good. I don't think he was that bad. I don't I think was he that was bad. pretty good. Uh, he's yeah. coming from the NHL, MLB, ESPN. I thought he was pretty good. Yeah. Um, what about McAfee? Pat McAfee? Yeah. On yeah. SmackDown, I—I I mean, we bad all know Clay control. Was, by the way, was going crazy. Like, for now him for tell her. him what to
2: do, or don't, nobody, nobody can tell be in him what his to
1: ear. Yeah, I—I um, I thought he was okay. Um, I know that he wasn't bad. He—he he threw Michael Cole off when he said "crap," snap mm-hmm. tap "crap," and Michael <laughs> Cole was like, "Oh, oh," he said oh "crap." What? I didn't,
2: know what to
1: say. He didn't know what to do, so it was just stupid. Uh, Clay, what are your thoughts on Pat McAfee?
0: Oh, you already know, man. I was hyped for Pat McAfee on SmackDown. I was so happy to see him. I think he's right at commentary with Cole. And, you know, let him go. Like, he may, like, he. Mm-hmm made this match or matches like intense he was standing up he was, he was into yeah. the match he was all in in for it and it makes it exciting and that's what pat mcafee does like he made a punter for the colts exciting to be ready for you know it's just like oh, that all
1: right all right all right Clay, wipe your mouth all right here we go
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, no, i, for I like thought this. for the first time he did a good job so
1: <laughs> make it short You're and awesome. sweet all right, let's a little go over. There,
2: Clay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's go over who won this week. Currently, I have NXT, uh SmackDown, Raw and AEW. Uh Tony, what do you got?
2: Yeah, I have Raw with a 2.09, NXT, AEW and then SmackDown. SmackDown was just atrocious.
1: All wow. right, Clay, what do you got? I have the same.
0: I have NXT, SmackDown, Raw and AEW.
1: All right. So Tony doesn't matter. So with that being said, NXT (laughs) is going over. Uh, So NXT will go up one to nothing to nothing to nothing. All right, Tony, let's open up the book.
2: Yeah, for those that are new to the show, basically what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling. And we do it just to get a good laugh, you know, because... And, hey, even if you're having a bad day, you can skip up to this part of the show and you can get a good laugh, anyways. But we prefer that you listen to the whole show and then you still get a laugh, anyway So, all right, you ready, yes, sir. Uh, coronavirus, stays dragon breath, stays, <laughs> stays, Roman's choppers,
1: that stays. Uh, the way stays.
2: stays, AEW rankings,
1: that stays, but it may stays. be coming out with uh, Britt Baker. Playing oh, yeah? with the rankings, yeah,
2: okay. yeah, okay. Uh, Tony's hatred for Sasha because she sucks.
1: I mean, you know, Tony, I feel like you want Sasha to get released or something the way I you act with her.
2: I <laughs> do, she should have been the one released. With the oh, Jesus, stays. Damn, Clay stays, stays. <laughs>
1: Heyman's googly eyes stay. I mean, Scarlet's oh, gonna watch sure. out. Her so googly he's, eyes maybe. He's still try
2: to go back to his. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? No, you stay.
1: You know. You know how to get out. You know how to get out. We gave you a clue already on how to get out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Heyman's, but Heyman's googly eyes better stay in that
2: he book because yeah, this he's, week at SmackDown. He's getting worse. The worse. worst. Uh, Morrison's cockadoo to do. That days. Uh, Sasha's Ghetto Laugh, it stays. stays. <laughs> <laughs> and the new entrant into the book, Dolls Bianca Braid.
1: That stays. Definitely
2: stays. Alright, so that's it for the show. Uh, right before we ride off into the sunset, though, uh, we will be playing the five-second shuffle. Uh, if you're new to this game, basically all I do is I play a song, an entrance song, for five seconds, and um Whoever's the first one to five wins. The, and right now, Rick is the so-called championship of that. Dominating. So he will be getting first dibs on, on whether he wants to go first or if Clay will go first. So, uh, yeah, that's at the end, though. That's at the very end. So, with that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the $50 man. Clay Cummings. And the third wheel. Rick Sorano III. third love, peace, and last one. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. All right. So, Rick, you are the champions. You got the champion's advantage of either going first or passing it off to Clay. I'm going to pass it to Clay. Ooh, seems like I heard this before. All right. So, you ready, <laughs> Clay? Yep. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, shoot. I know this.
2: Yeah. Jimmy Wing Yang. Yes, it is, Jimmy Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow! Holy shit! Yes, yes, that one, that one. As soon as I heard it and saw it, like, I laughed. All right, Rick, All right. this one's for you. <laughs> yep. Little difficult.
1: That sounds. That sounds but, like a remix.
2: You got five seconds.
1: Uh, is that the fiend?
2: No, it's not the fiend. Okay. It's not the fiend. Clay, you can steal this one. Is it Tatanka? No, it is not Tatanka. Uh, Your hint, Rick, is Cruiserweight WCW. Psychosis? No, it is not Psychosis. Clay. Uh,
0: Juice and Thunder Liger.
2: It is not Juice and Thunder Liger. Mm -hmm. Um, Another hint I can give, and this will be the last one, um, Cruiserweight Champion WWE or WWF time. Sorry. Mm. Rick, this will be on you. you got oh, seconds. is Shane Helms? Uh, no, it is not. Clay, you want the last whack before I reveal what it is. Nothing? Jamie
1: Noble?
2: No, it's not Jamie Noble. It is Billy Kidman.
1: Ooh, okay. Billy
2: Kidman. Yeah. So, wait, who was that on you, Clay, right? That was on me. That was, that was on, on me. You? All right. So, yeah. what's the score? Sorry. 1-0, one. One Clay. Oh, 1-0. Oh, okay. All right. So, Clay, this one is for you. Batista. Yes, Batista. <laughs> yep. Two nothing. Two nothing. All right. Rick, this one's on you. <laughs> Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, yes. Two to one. Two to one. Okay. Yeah, as soon as I heard that, I was like, if you don't get this, I, like, <laughs> I don't know if you should be champion anymore. All right, okay. so two to one, Clay, this was on you. Okay. Mm. Yeah, Elias. It is not Elias. Uh, Rick for the steel.
1: Randy Orton.
2: It is Randy Orton. It's the acoustic version of yes. Randy Orton. Yes. I hear voice Yes, that's. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah. So apparently that's the acoustic version of Randy Orton. So oh. it's tied up, right? Two two. Yep. Okay. No. So it's on Rick. Whoa, yep. Rick can take the lead with this one. Well, five seconds, right? Uh, Four, three.
1: That three, is. One. I'm just going to go with Boogeyman.
2: No, it is not. Clay for the steal and taking the lead. Uh, the Brood. No, it is not. <laughs> I have no, no it idea. Not. Uh, your clue is NXT Star. NXT. Five seconds. Carry across. No, it is not. Uh, Clay, you want to take a stat?
0: Dexter Loomis.
2: No, it is not Dexter Loomis. All right, here's your last clue. Um, I will go with uh, he's actually from the UK. Mm-hmm. Five seconds, right? Okay.
1: UK. Uh,
2: William Regal. No, it is not. Clay, last stab at this one. Alexander Wolf. No, it is Pete Dunn. Ah or Pete Dunn. So Jesus. All right, so that was for Clay, right? So this one's on that was you, on right? me.
1: No, now it's on Clay.
2: It's on Clay now, but it's still tied 2-2, two, yeah. two, right? 2-2. Two, yep. Two. yep. Okay. So, Clay, this one's for you. Oh, sorry. That's a, a theme song for the main event. We won't do oh. that one. All right. Here's another one. That's a good uh, one, too. This one's... Uh, I'm, I can say this because it's not really giving anything away, but we've never had this one on the show before while playing this game. So you got five seconds.
0: Uh, Rob Van Dam.
2: No, it is not. Rick. Uh,
1: that is... Five seconds. Uh, uh,
2: sting. No, it is not Sting. Here is your clue. He is a former UFC fighter. Clay, goes right back on you. Bobby Lashley? No, it is not. Rick. Dan Severn. Yes, Dan Severn. <laughs> I've never heard of him. You ever heard of Dan Severn? No. He's a monster, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so it's what, three to two? Three to yeah. two. And yeah. who's it on? It's on you, right? Me. That's all yeah. right, Rick. Yeah. So. so Rick can be ahead by two. Here you go. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> You want to take a stab at it? The Mountie. The Mountie, yes. And just so you guys, don't, I'm showing these guys because they can see, but right at the five seconds, so see it. Yeah. So boy. that way, you know, there's no advantage or anything. So, yes, I was, I was like, I knew that part was coming, and I was like, please let it be at six seconds at least, but it was right at five he says that. I'm like, seriously? So yeah. Rick is up four to two. Yep. Clay? This one's for you. You can at least catch up, man. Ready? Yep. Do you want to take a stab at this one? Uh, Brie Bella. Brie Bella, yes. (laughs) All right. Uh, Rick is still up four to three. Uh, Rick, if you get this one, you retain your championship. Are you ready? Yes, sir. This is it. I'm
1: going with the headbangers.
2: Yes, the headbangers. It's
1: like I won twice today or something.
2: (laughs) Crazy. Wow. It seems like we play this game twice in one day. That's crazy. So so we get twice the laugh. Is that what it is, Rick? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We don't own the rights.